Welcome to a special episode of Live Happy Now. I'm your host, Paula Phelps, thanking you for joining us today for our preview of the International Positive Psychology Association's Sixth World Congress. Every other year, IPA brings together leading researchers and well-being practitioners from around the globe to share the latest research and best practices in positive psychology. This year, the event is being held in Melbourne, Australia, and IPA President Lee Waters sat down with Live Happy CEO Deborah Heiss to talk about what to expect from this year's event. I'm excited today to welcome back for her third conversation on Live Happy Now podcast, Professor Lee Waters. We've had the joy of talking to her before about strength-based parenting, generally about positive psychology, but today we have her here to talk to us about the Sixth World Congress of Positive Psychology because she has been in charge of putting this fantastic event together for the last couple of years. Welcome, Lee. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. It's great to be back. I'm excited to have you back. And I'm really excited to talk about the World Congress because when we were looking at Live Happy, you know, way back when, uh, not to date myself, but a long time ago, my introduction really to positive psychology came through attending the Second World Congress. That was my introduction. So I know I know that there's been a lot done since then by IPA, the International Positive Psychology Association, but I also know that this is like, you know, the event of events, so to speak, in the global space. Can you tell our, our listeners a little bit about what goes on at one of these and who attends? Yeah, sure thing. And you're right in saying it's kind of like the event of the event. It's a congress that's run by the International Positive Psychology Association. We run it every two years and it's really the sort of premier event for the field of positive psychology, bringing together practitioners, experts, researchers, scientists, teachers, hospital administrators, workplace leaders to come together and share the advances in science and the innovations in practice. And it's funny that you mentioned, Deborah, that you were at the second Congress in Philadelphia. I was too. And so I had traveled all the way across from Australia to be at that conference. And and now we all of these years later, we have the opportunity in Australia to host the Congress itself. We're bringing just, you know, all the big names, you name it, Marty Seligman, Bob Fredrickson, Sonja Lubomirsky, Jonathan Haidt, Roy Baumeister, Kim Cameron. Thankfully, it's turned out that many people want to come to Australia. It's it's obviously a, it's on a lot of people's bucket list. So they're using the conference as an opportunity to come along. But we've got speakers from over 30 different countries and delegates from over 50 different countries coming along to, to learn and network. I think it's fantastic that it's being held really for the first time out of, well, it was in Canada once, but for the first time out of North America, I think it's mm-hmm. exciting. And, and I'll be there joining you in Melbourne next month, you know, with, uh, with the IPEN role, board role, but also just because this is the best opportunity to hear about what's new in positive psychology. And of course, nothing's new. It's really what you're discovering and what what is being uncovered because mm. people are people. They don't change. But how we interpret the information, it's always fascinating to go to these things. I'll tell you what, being in the role of the chair for the last two and a half years in sort of curating this program, I feel like I've got the kind of early vantage point of what is new, of what's coming out in the field that's new. And so we, we definitely are having some new, some of the, the topics on the program feel like they've just kind of gone through their initial growing pains. And now, now they're getting to the point where the science and the practice is kind of rigorous enough to merit being on a program and sharing with a wide audience. And so some of the, some of the trends that I saw in curating the program, there's a, there's a, 
big push at the moment in positive psychology on topics like empathy and compassion. We've got a speaker coming across from New Zealand who is a medical doctor and researcher, and he's training intern physicians on the practice of compassion and how it is that they can be compassionate as medical practitioners and they can show compassion to the patients, they can show compassion to the patient's family and friends. And then what's fascinating about that research is what it actually does to the biomedical markers of the patients themselves when they're treated with compassion. There's a really big push now that's coming through on our program around technology and how it is that we can, I guess, use technology for good. Technology gets demonized a lot and, you know, their technology can be used for harm, but there's a really big push and some fantastic and really fascinating research on how it is that we can utilize technology and social media to build relationships, build strengths, build compassion. One of the, probably the third trend I'd mention in terms of what's, I agree with your point, Deborah, not so much new, but maybe making its way into the net of this very large umbrella field of positive psychology. And, and that is more of the kind of neural substrate. We've got a whole track on the brain and the body. And so we're going to hear some, from some really fascinating people around the neural substrates of happiness, kind of the neuroscience perspective of how it is that we can live a good life. We've got a lovely professor coming over from Ireland who's going to talk to us about our microbiomes and how what we eat influences how we feel. And so that, that's been a big push too. I think that, you know, as the field has evolved, you know, and one of the really lovely things I think for the sixth Congress and, and for me particularly in Australia is that this marks 20 years that, you know, the field is officially 20 years old. This, this year it was 2009 when Marty Seligman put forward the idea of positive psychology through the American Psychological Association. And, and just to see the way the field is evolving, the, the topics that are now taking precedence on our program and the extension of positive psychology into neurobiology, neuropsychology, and the integration of the mind and the body, I think is going to be one of the real features of this particular program. I couldn't agree more. And when I, when I say it's not new, I think the reason I say that is because, you know, what we, we you know, here at Live Happy, we talk, always talk about what information is coming out. And one of the things that I love about the Congress from, you know, having attended, you know, four so far, is that it's kind of a peeling of the onion on some of these topics. You know, last, mm. last time, it was the first time I went and I came back and I was like, wow, the information about neuroscience that was at this conference wasn't even on the radar, you know, in the second one. Or if it was, right. it was in a small room. But it really is amazing and always fascinating to me how interconnected, I'm going to say happiness, positive psychology, well-being, whatever it is with our physical health. Yeah. And, and that to me is always one of the interesting things that comes out of this. And I'm, I'm you know, now I can hardly wait to get there because this whole technology debate is something, you know, as a parent, yes. we debate all the time. They have to have the iPad for school, but do they have to have the iPad? You know, you have the whole. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you know? I hear you. As a, parent, as a parent, I hear you too. And I love the metaphor of the peeling of the onion. I think that's a really useful way of describing the field as it's, as it's grown and it's evolved. And you're right in the sense that they're they're not necessarily new topics, but I think, you know, the beauty of going to the Congress, and this has certainly been something that of value to me as a, as a Congress delegate, is that what you get in three days, you get to learn 
the previous two years, you know, what are the new emerging topics? What are the topics that are being further developed? What are the topics that we now have a greater understanding of? So it's a really effective way in those three days of kind of catching up on everything that's happened in the field over a two-year journey and then getting an insight into these are the new topics. You know, this is what we're looking at. This is what we'll be looking at in the future. It is. And, you know, 20 years is, you know, a blip in the timeline of humanity and even of science. And it's Mm -hmm. every time I think about how short the timeline is, it's really kind of amazing how much has come out. And a lot of it's come out through the Congress and through getting these researchers and practitioners together on this every other, other year basis and just being able to witness that. It's been quite exciting just to see something grow from virtually an idea to, yeah. to being what it's become. It, it's, it's quite remarkable. Yeah, I totally agree. It's a very generative field. I mean, I've been a psychologist for, I was, a, my PhD was in organizational psychology. So I was in a different area of our psychology before I turned to positive psychology. And I do think there's something magic. There's something special about this particular field and the people who gravitate towards this field, the, you know, the intellect, the passion, the heart-based people. And as you say, because it's quite unique. IPA as an association, I think, is quite unique because it very much is about interweaving science with practice. And what I've seen both in my leadership role, but also just as a member of IPA over the years and as a scientist, is that when you bring those two groups together, it just, you know, one plus one equals three. There's something magic about that ingredient that really means the field as a 20-year-old field is is probably punching way above its weight. Its, its advances are more kind of like a 50- or a 60-year-old mm-hmm. field. No, I agree that 50 or 60, you know, 50 or 60 years of work presented in 20 years, uh, you know, but it's a collaborative field. I mean, I think it's because you have the practitioners and the researchers and it's not the researchers, you know, getting it 100% perfect before things are put into practice mm-hmm. and, and seeing results. And it's always exciting to see theories expanded, you know, really in front of your eyes, everything from the big data project that, you know, was presented a few years ago and the impact on that and how that inter- interweaves with technology to all of the research that's come out of that has been just fascinating. But you're in a, you've been in a new role the last two years. So I, I know you're on the board of IPA anyway, of course, but you've actually, for the last two years, you've been the lead and chairing this World Congress. What new awareness has that created for you? Oh, that's a lovely question. Well, I mean, I guess you mentioned before that one of the key benefits for IPA is to host the Congress in the Southern Hemisphere. Mm -hmm. And so that's been really lovely for me to really raise the awareness of the field of positive psychology in the Southern Hemisphere. I mean, its birthplace was Philadelphia. You know, it was really kind of born in North America. And so over the last two years, really sort of introducing the concepts and the ideas to people in the Southern Hemisphere. Of course, there are a lot of people in the Southern Hemisphere who've been doing it for a while, and they're cheering for joy that we have the Congress over our side of the world. You know, I I guess the experience has been a little bit like what you would expect. It's a leadership role. You have to do all of those elements of leadership that I personally don't love, you know, (laughs) finances, budgeting, getting charity status in Australia for the Congress. But the flip side has been just the, the number of people who from all across the world who volunteered. We are a volunteer, largely a volunteer run association. Our executive director, James Powalski, is a volunteer. All of the board members are volunteers. So 
we've just had so many people just pouring out, you know, Japan, Korea, Hong Kong, a lot of the Asian countries where people have said, look, we'd love to assist with this and be part of this and South Africa, India, Israel. I feel like in the last two years, I've met and kind of developed just a beautiful large family of people across the world who want to contribute to the the Congress. And then from a leadership perspective and from the association's perspective, it's been about well, how do we maximise the Congress and the content of the Congress for the people who can't come, you know, mm-hmm. for our members who can't come? And so we've got some really creative solutions around that and partnering with the Greater Good Science Centre to pull together some of the talks and interview some of those big names that I mentioned earlier and create some nice video content so that we can share that content with people who aren't able to make it to the Congress. I mean, I'm, I've am i been a psychologist and a researcher for 20-plus years now, and I can say that, you know, you volunteer to do these things. I don't know about other people. I always overcommit. I always think, well, that won't take much time. (laughs) And it always takes three times the amount of time that I imagine it would. And so lots of late nights, lots of early mornings for the last two and a half years, a labor of love. But it's also been a true joy because there have been so many other people like me who volunteered their time to really make sure that this is going to be, you know, we're just going to bat it out of the ballpark. Very Australian flavor. We're going to have koalas that you can pat and (laughs) all sorts of Indigenous elder welcoming us, smoking ceremonies, Indigenous dancers, didgeridoos. Like we really, it's, people will have no doubt that they're experiencing the World Congress in Australia, put it that way. (laughs) I love it. So, but you did mention something. You said that you were working with the Greater Good Science Centre, is that correct? Mm -hmm. To to, to create some videos? And will those be available for your, obviously, most of our listeners are not in the field. They're just, you know, excited and interested in the field. Will those be available for them to potentially view? They will be available for our members. Okay. And so, you know, for those, I think there'll be some parts that are free and I'm not up to the level of detail of what is and what what is not. But certainly for your viewers, visit our website, have a look what's there, what is freely available and then, you know, maybe have a, a think about becoming a member because there are, we have 130 videos in our video library of expert practitioners and scientists. We have our special interest groups of so positive education, positive health, work and organisations, the clinical division. They're all free of charge for members. We have a whole range of things that are just a really engaging ways for people to learn more about the field. And I think also not just learn about the field, but concretely connect with people in the field. I full-heartedly agree. In fact, obviously, I'm. for those of you who don't know, I am not a positive psychologist. I'm a business person who has a fascination for, for this and also, you know, a passion for making the world, particularly, you know, my world, <laughs> a happier place for my family and, and, and for the future. And I think that there is so much of this information that is accessible to people who have an interest or a passion in education, or if they own a business, positive business. I personally think that IPA is one of those organizations that's inviting to you, even if you're not the researcher or your direct practitioner. And there's information that can be gleaned from being a member if you have a passion for learning about this, or you're working in business and you want to you want to have a positive business. You want there's information there. For those of you who don't know, IPAWorldCongress.org is the website. So ipaworldcongress.org will give you information about this event and you can navigate 
from there to IPA, I think it's ipanet.org. I'm not. That's right. It's ipanet.org. You can navigate there to find out more if you have an interest in joining IPA or finding out what they're all about. And I encourage you to do, if you even have, you know, a little bit of an interest, just check out what it's all about because we can always use more people working on making this world a better place for all of us, or at least creating the awareness that we can. Here, here. For those of you who are interested also in you know, what we've been talking about, what I've been talking about, what, what, what IPA does, what all of you know, positive psychology really is about is you know, creating a more flourishing world or a world where people can flourish. But Lee also has a great TEDx talk called uh, Warning. Being positive is not for the faint-hearted. I have watched that. It's a great introduction to how small positive steps can make a big impact on your own personal well-being. So I encourage you to check that out. It's been a pleasure, Lee. Thank you for being on the podcast today. And I'll see you in Melbourne in a few weeks. And now I'm really excited. Oh, my God. I can't wait. That was Lee Waters, current IPA president and chair of the Sixth World Congress, talking with Live Happy CEO Deborah Heis. If you'd like to learn more about the Sixth World Congress, please visit us at livehappynow.com. We hope you're already a subscriber to Live Happy Now, but if you're not, you can find us on the Pandora Podcast Network, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, and Google Play. Just look for us on your favorite platform and hit subscribe so you'll never miss an episode. That is all we have time for today. We'll meet you back here next week for an all-new episode. And until then, this is Paula Phelps reminding you to make every day a happy one.